Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Just Keep Swimming podcast. This is your host, Adrian Jackson. I'm here in the studio again with my co-host and engineer, Mr. Domin Jackson. How we doing today, bro? Pretty good. Uh, came in with good energy. Chill day, so ready to do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's about to be a good one because right now we're in a change of location. We're not at the crib now. We're actually at the Immortals Craft Barbershop Lounge and Shave Parlor. And I'm actually here with the two owners of the, um, the establishment, Mr. Gerard and Mr. EJ. Bro, fellas, how we doing today? Doing good, man. You know, it's a nice, chill day. Doing real good, doing real good. Yes, sir. And my bad, brother. I'm going to call you Jay, and I don't want to throw your government like that. It's all good, man. Yeah, Gerard, Jay, it's all good. Whatever you want to go by. <laughs> I feel you on that one. For sure. So, fellas, man, I was going to say thank you for being here with us today. Um, I really feel that you guys hold some traits that uh, I feel you guys can share with the world and people can probably really learn from. Definitely Gerard, I've been coming to you for my haircuts for like four or five years now. Yeah, it's yeah, been a like, long time, bro. Yeah, we've been traveling together for sure. Yes. And uh, one thing that really made me stick with you is your ability to go the extra mile. Always feel that you take extra steps than a normal haircut. Right. And that's why you know I've been rocking with you for so long. So I just kind of want to talk about the benefits of going the extra mile, taking that extra step that people won't People don't normally take it that you can go right here, they stop, they don't know, go farther, but you always five, 10, seven steps past the finish line. So I just want to talk about that. Like, um, when did you start going the extra mile? What made you want to start going the extra mile with your haircuts and everything? Um, I feel like I've always been going the extra miles um, as far as starting off in this. I feel like as if going the extra mile helps somebody see like the passion towards everything, you know? And like you said before, it's way more than just a haircut to right. me, at least. Right. I feel like it's a, a confidence booster. Mm-hmm. Like me going the extra mile is gonna set me aside from a lot of other people. Right. And I, it's it's almost an aspect of um, being consistent too. Mm-hmm. So every time I take it a step further, I'm trying to I'm trying to better myself and better the craft too. Right. So it, it's taking me. It's taking me a lot of different places, bro. Like as far as you know, cutting hair and just in life in general too. Right. Like just paying attention to the details of every every little thing. It just it really does help. Right, it really right. does help out in, in in everything that we do. Yeah, no, and I, and it truly does because it, it pays you back no matter what you do. Like in yes. all aspects, it's going to translate to other aspects of your life for sure. So I guess I just want to start off. My first question is like. Uh, you know, you're a barber. A lot of people might not know exactly what the extra mile is for a barber. So, like, what is the extra mile for a barber? Like, what do you guys actually do that normal barbershops don't do? Or your normal barber won't do? What do you think, EJ? Nah, we just take care, man. Like, that's what it is. We want to really provide that atmosphere, that feeling of confidence, that boost. We want to make it feel like this is the only place you can get that feeling and that look in one place. Right. That's, that's basically it, man. It's just the atmosphere. The yeah. atmosphere is the most important thing after the haircut. Right. Because I don't care how great a person cuts your hair. If you didn't feel good in that environment, you're still not going to come back no matter how fire the haircut was. Mm-hmm. So it's that, that comfortability. You want to be able to look like you can drop your, your stuff here, chill, and just stop by the barbershop and see what's happening instead of just getting a haircut. Right. That feeling, you can't, you can't put a price on that. Right. No, and I like that because you guys are looking at more aspects than just 
sitting down, get your hair cut, get a lineup, I'm gone. Like you're actually looking at the atmosphere, you guys are looking at communicating with your customers, you know, being on time. I know that's a big thing. Like a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't come in here and wait no two hours for my haircut. You say right. four o'clock, by four or five, I'm in the chair. Mm -hmm. You know, and I really always appreciate that for sure. So, um, what makes you, what makes your shop? Like, are you guys gonna hold all your, um, workers accountable to make sure everybody's go the extra mile you guys can make sure you always duplicate that in everybody oh, most definitely yes we got to do that like um our personalities me and ej we're we're complete opposites you know he'll he'll have a whole conversation with you about what's going on in the sports world and, and you guys can have an in-depth conversation about that with the debates and all that me, I don't, I don't follow a lot of sports, so I'm gonna talk about what's going on in your life. I'm gonna talk about, hey, how's your day been, you know? And just, it's just a different, different vibe from from both of us. Right. We want to cover all aspects in that when we look out for, as far as our employees mm -hmm. who's gonna be working for us. Like he said earlier, we don't want to have, you don't have to be on the same page, but you gotta be the in the same, same book. <laughs> you gotta be in the same book as us, man. You gotta have kind of a the same line of vision as we do. So personality is gonna play a huge, huge role in that. So we want everybody to be able to get along, but at the same time, stand out and be different, you know? Right. What, what makes you unique from, from me and EJ? So we, we're definitely looking for all those traits. I uh, just got a quick question. So when you said uh, not on the same page, but in the same book, because it's in line with your vision, mm -hmm. what would you say that vision is for you guys? Well, I think that vision is just to really provide something that can be expounded upon as far as business-wise, as, as far as helping each other grow to another level that you couldn't reach otherwise. Because nobody gets anywhere alone. Right. right. So if we can help somebody get somewhere or they can help us get somewhere, then that family environment and being able to count on somebody that you're working with and, and you're in tune with will help you propel to that level that you want to succeed in. Okay. Because when you align yourself with the right people, everybody wants to see you succeed, no matter where that is. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to find that. Some people can pretend, but right. you can only pretend for so long. Right. Got to show yeah. through with your actions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your actions, your attitude, it'll all show. Yeah, the truth always <laughs> comes out eventually. Right. <laughs> right. And that's what it is. You can't fake that extra mile at all. Nah. So that's really interesting. Not at all. So, like, uh, do you guys feel that people notice what you're really doing? Like, uh, do you feel people coming here don't respect everything that you guys offer that with your service? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I can, yeah, like, people notice. People, they, they see it. Mm -hmm. They see it right when they step into this shop. Right. They see it right away, like, wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's the factor that we've been bringing to everybody who steps a foot in this door. They look around like, you guys really put some thought into this. Mm -hmm. And even, like, as just a client, you know, they'll see like, oh, wow, you, you took, these, these chairs are so comfortable. They sit up high. Just like I said before, the little details. When we first got these chairs, EJ noticed right off the bat, he sat down in them. Oh yeah, these are too low to the ground. <laughs> so this dude really went on Amazon, did some searching, did some digging, wow. and found new legs to put on these chairs that were like an inch and a half taller, but it wow. makes a huge difference. Wow. You know? Mind you, we're talking about the chairs in the waiting area just to sit in. They're not getting no haircuts and chairs or nothing. So this is just, yeah. Just make sure they sit comfortable in the waiting area. Right. Like down, down to the, down to the, um, 
far as the hospitality. When you walk in, hey, you want a drink? You want a beverage real quick? We got some soda, we got some water, we got some BA juice, you know, we got whatever you need. You got charger? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> we got that. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure y'all charging off y'all drinks. Y'all yeah. I say y'all going super extra, then y'all just giving out free drinks to everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody. <laughs> not everybody. But the, the main thing is, you should be able to come in and get some kind of beverage while you wait. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the main thing. Right. This is this is comfort. Mm -hmm. Hey, what what you want? Hey, you need something? Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Right now, I like it. I really like it. So. um do you guys feel, or have you guys ever got backlash for going the extra mile? Like, it's, I know you guys have been in multiple barbershops recently, has another barber been like, yo, you're doing too much, bro, you're making me look bad, or anything like that at all? That's never happened to me, like, to my face. No. Like, it's, it's just, I, I we just kind of stay in our own lane. So yeah. it's, you know, my clients are my clients. And if you you worried about what I'm doing, then either you need to step it up or step off. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. Like, as far as like someone just blatantly coming, like, hey, you're doing too much. I've never heard that. Yeah. If anything, people are asking other barbers in particular, asking, how'd you do that? Or can you show me how you did that? Or, hey, when you do that again, can I come over and watch? Oh, yeah. They want to learn from you. They want to learn. Yeah, that's good. That's good then. So they want to they wanna take what you guys are doing and apply it to themselves. Right. Yeah. Or do you, even if they don't come out like that, right. you, you can see somebody, yeah, you know, kind of watching, peeping out. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty tight. That's pretty solid. So um, have you guys have like uh, stony vice clients for going extra mile? Like, yo, every time I watch this guy get his haircut, he put the hot towel on his face, lined with a razor. I'm going to go sneak over there and sign up with him. <laughs> like I had that before. It doesn't happen a time or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen a time or two, but it, most of the time it's not because we're going an extra mile as far as stuff like that. Most of the time it's just because we're on time. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the main thing. I mean, but that's real though. Like, punctuality is amazing. Because a lot of, like I said, a lot of barbers aren't on time. Yeah. You know, so like, the world is getting busier, man. People mm -hmm. got places to go. Got places to be. Yeah. Your time got to be just as important as my time. No. Exactly. Yeah, Basic why? respect. Yeah, yeah, that's just what it is. So I don't want you to be late. So why should I be late for you? Mm -hmm. But that's most of the time I don't stole somebody client because they wasn't on time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you know they make that face when you, when they see them in the chair. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, and, that, and that's real. You, you know, dropped the ball though. Yeah. Yeah, that's hey, real. What I'm supposed to do? Not cut them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah take the money? These people are entitled to spend their money where they want to spend it at. Right. We're not holding no guns in no one head, you know? Right. <laughs> it's and, your money. And if you're doing it correctly and you really flow like that and you know you're wrong, then you're going to look out for your client like, hey, I can't get you, but he should be able to take care of you. Right. That's how we normally work and it's reciprocated. Right. Because now you're keeping the money in the shop. That's the main objective. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about going to the next chair. Worry about going to the next shop. Yeah, right. that's when the problems start occurring. So communication. <laughs> so what I'm liking about it is, is like the extra mile. It's not selfish. Like a lot of people would think that's selfish, like being selfish. But you guys aren't being selfish. You guys are helping each other out. Yeah. By pushing, you know, pushing somebody over to, yo, I'm behind. He's good. Cut him up. I feel that's an extra mile as well. That's yeah. Good, you know, because not not only are you you're giving someone their trust, you know? Like, hey, I trust this guy with you. He's gonna take care of you. Right. He's watched me cut your hair a million times. So he already knows how, how to cut you. And if he doesn't, I can give him the barber language and boom, he's gonna <laughs> right. get it right off the bat. Right. Some shit like that, right. that these other people wouldn't understand, you know? Right. So it's, it's, it's just helpful at the end of the day on both ends, client and, you know, barber. Right, right, right. I like it, I like it. What it boils down to. Right. You know, when you 
send somebody over to somebody, it's just like, yo, I'm about to try to do the best haircut I can on this person. I'm gonna try to outdo the person that you that just sent me sent you to me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's what it is. It's leveling up. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Yeah. And there ain't no threat in that. Like I'm not gonna try to down, down it. Like okay, I ain't gonna do as good this time because I ain't trying to take nobody. No. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to let them know they have another option if it's ne- if it's needed and it's necessary. I'm trying to give them that confidence and that trust. Right. So that actually, you actually kind of led into my next question. So you guys go the extra mile with every barber. Like you know, I want to ask you for sure because I know I've been rocking with you for a long time. So I was like, maybe he just goes a little extra with me because you know I'm a long time customer. But every customer, you go the same process, same yeah, same treatment, same love, everything. Yeah, it's, it's always that unless they decide differently. Because mm. some people going the extra mile, they don't even have time for the extra mile that that you want to give them. It's just mm. like, hey, look, I just want this. I'm good. Right, right, right. So now I got to capitulate to what they want. Mm-hmm. It ain't just about me. Right. <laughs> like, I want to do this. I can't. Okay. Hey, I understand. You. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you got to respect their time. Yeah. Right. I feel you. So do you guys ever uh, have any regrets for going the extra mile? Do you ever feel like, yo, I'm doing too much or I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm doing too much work right now. I could got a lot more done if I didn't do this. I used to. I used to feel like that, but it was a different situation because the, trying to go that extra mile with people you don't know who don't appreciate it when the prices aren't aren't fitting aren't fitting what you're doing. Right. Then it's like, man, I just wasted this time, and you just like, okay, thank you, and gave me nothing for it. Right. But that also changed my my mind to thinking too. It got me out of thinking about gratuity. Right. You know what I mean? So now it, it made me start adding the gratuity into what I wanted to be paid. Like if I want a tip, then I'm not charging enough. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So once you start charging the price that you really want, yes, I appreciate the, the tip, pause, but <laughs> the bottom line is I don't need it because I'm at I'm you're paying me what I'm asking for. Right. Yeah, that's it. So I, when early on in the game, I had a, I had, I felt like that a lot, you know, because I would really give it my all. Right. Pause. <laughs> but like, man, that the pause But yeah, but most most people won't see the passion that you have behind it, according to the price board. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I might, you know, it might be just be a taper. For you, example, right. just a taper. I can really just go through, cut your hair, taper you up, and razor you, but I'm gonna go the extra mile now. Now I'm gonna brush your hair down. I'm gonna lay it down all the way so your waves are popping right. as you leave the shop. Right. I'm gonna lay you back. I'm gonna hot towel you. I'm gonna put some type of beard moisturizer you know, on your face, mm-hmm. blow dry your beard out. I'm going way, way, way above up. and beyond. Right. But when you walk out the door, now you know, like, hey, this dude just really took care of me, you right. know? And the price reflects it. Now, it's up to you. Like he said, tips are appreciated, but they're not expected, you know? And then it shows me that, hey, he appreciated what I just did for him. Because he gave me something extra right. going above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's real because, like I said, I've been rocking for you a long time. I sent you multiple customers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I always try to make sure I tip you because mm-hmm. I always felt that you gave me the best haircut I ever had in Vegas, bro. I've been cut hair by a lot of people. A lot of people cut my hair. And yeah. Your haircut, I'm not going nowhere, bro. Like, I'll let you know that right now. Because <laughs> I appreciate you. Always, you. <laughs> you always go the extra mile. And then, 
So, prime example what happens between me and you. You'd be like, oh, my cousin's 60 now, but I'm gonna charge you 50. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. if your price is 60, I'm paying your price and I'm still gonna tip you on top of that because you hooking me up. You yeah. make me feel so fresh when I walk out of here and then you with the camera sometimes. What? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanna make sure I show my appreciation to you as much as possible because yes. you go so much for me. I feel you go so hard for me, I gotta go hard for you. Yeah. So that's why I always appreciate you guys. And what what people don't understand is one hand watches the other in this industry. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's been people where, you know, they've been taking care of me. They've been helping me pay my bills for years. And now they fall on hard times. And then they think, okay, well, I'll just start coming to you less. No, you won't. Mm-hmm. You keep coming and you keep your same schedule. We're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. But don't, but don't change the routine of what you normally do because right. that's not going to help your situation. Right. All I'm giving you is my time. You've been taking care of me for years. Mm-hmm. So no, don't worry about that. I need to see you in this chair. Right. Mm-hmm. So now the next time I can ask you how's everything going. Right. You all right? Everything good? Uh, okay. i see you next time. That's good. You know? More than the haircut. It's more than that. It's more, yeah. It's, it's more than a haircut. More. You know, you like people have been rocking with us for a long time. My, my favorite saying is you got an 850 credit score with me. <laughs> Credit is good with me, man. Right. So if you need it, I got you. Right. You need me to come in earlier, I got you. Right. You need to stay later, I got you. Got you. Yeah. And I like I always appreciate you that for like so much, bro. Mm-hmm. Like so much. It's it's amazing, man. So uh, you know, let's start getting to our end game a little bit. How has going the extra mile transmitted to other aspects of your life other than the barbershop? Home life, family life. Family man? Um <laughs> Going the extra mile in the family aspect. So I gotta put my, I gotta throw my wife out there on this one. Um, shout out. Shout out to Miss Miss Marsha Eastler, my wife. But um, going the extra mile with her, like as far as communication. Like um, I feel like I was, I'm, I'm terrible at communicating at times, you know? Like I'll kind of just shut down when things aren't going my way. But in the last about about, I say few few years, I really opened up to her, you know, as far as our relationship and just communicating and going above and beyond in that realm, you know, asking her questions in depth, you know, and then really sitting back and listening to her and going off that conversation. And it's helped out a lot with, with us, like as far as, you know, running around with these kids and everything. It's helped out a lot because I now I understand what she, some of the things she's been going through, and um, she understands some of the things I've been going through. Right. And we're able to help each other as a team. Right. And get through it. Right. You guys are a team. Yeah. So that's good. That's real good. You guys actually getting your more team play going, get the true husband life going. Yeah. Has it? Uh, do you see it transmitting to your kids at all? Like, do you see them going the extra mile? Yes. In little areas. Yes. Um, leaps and bounds. It's like. Every week is something different. My, my kids are communicating something different to me They're, as far as their feelings. Oh, wow. We, you know, us as like, uh, us as black men and, you know, <laughs> black women, we we were taught to like shut a lot of things out and shut a lot of things down. You know, you can't show a lot of things around people as far as your emotions. So I'm trying to train my kids into uh, being able to express themselves with their words, you know? So it's definitely helped out a lot. (laughs) That's good. Man, I'm just a competitive person, bro. So my communicating, like, I used to play pro basketball before this. So I always had to communicate with everybody anyway. I mean, bro, I moved here. I knew one person in this city. I had never been here before before I moved here. Oh, 
So I moved here, slept on the couch, went to school, and made a new family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. But I, I wasn't afraid of that because I've always had to communicate with any and everybody. Right. So this is just second nature. Right. And like me coming to this industry was second nature. I wanted to do it since college. Mm. I just never had time. <laughs> and then once I moved out here, I had to retire, moved out here, and it was, okay, let's go. How we? How am I gonna get to this? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the plan. I need to be here by this time. Right. By this time, I'm there, let's go on to the next thing. Right. So I was always communicating my vision more so than anything, but I don't say it unless I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. That's fast. So, <laughs> so once I say it, then, okay, this is happening. Right, because it ain't got no choice. But it's just the competitor in me. As far as once you com- a competitor, it it never leaves, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, no, I mean, right. like I'm competing to succeed every time. Sometimes it weighs on me. Sometimes it don't. This dude done took care of me a couple times. I, <laughs> I'd have been on the ledge. You know right. what I mean? But it's I just want to succeed so bad. And when I see that it's, I can't see the end, even though I got the plan, it's just like, it's a grind. Right. But I can just keep on, keep the legs moving. And then eventually I get to the end and it's time to start a new one. Right. So it wasn't much about communication as far as much as just setting a goal and attaining a goal for me. Right. And then doing what you got to do to make sure you get to that goal. You got to take a few extra steps to... Yeah. Get you closer to the goal, yeah. And that's my thing. Like once I set the goal, it's a realistic goal. Mm-hmm. Is I shouldn't have to regroup. Right. You see what I'm saying? As long as I'm in control of it, then it's gonna happen. Right. He's, this guy's a perfect example of that. Just how you said before, like as far as coming out here not knowing no one. Like, this dude used to really, you know, make his way to school every single day, and he told me he's like, "Hey man, I'm gonna have a car by this time." Okay, now I got my car. I'm about to have a place by this time. And I remember, like, for transportation, before he got his car, he bought my, um, my, my motorcycle, you know, and <laughs> was in his hands. And that's how he was commuting around town. And it's hard to ride a motorcycle everywhere. Yeah, especially in Vegas. This heat's crazy. But I had to take a class to learn how to ride the bike. Yes. <laughs> never even rode a motorcycle. Never before. even rode it before. <laughs> so you just so you can just get around up. Yeah, so you can get around. I, I took the class and bought the bike from the next week. <laughs> yeah. And that's like that's that's mind blowing to me, man, just to see someone's motivation and to see how they're a goal setter and a goal getter. Right. You know? Like he really forward thinking. It's right. powerful, bro. For real. And I'm sure it translate over to you some. Yeah, most definitely. You know, it like I'm I'm a competitive person too. I mean not I might not vocalize it all the time, but I'm I'm watching. <laughs> right. You know? Right. So That's yeah. Right. Kinda always have to take that uh time to really figure out like what you need to do mm-hmm. and set those bases up, that foundation before you can start taking those stairs up to your goals, you would say, right? Well the thing is people will say the goal and they'll create the goal but they won't create the steps to reach the goal right and that'd be the problem with most people that i found so anytime i create a goal i create every little goal i gotta attain in between it to get there otherwise you could deviate miss it and be like i screw it i'm done right just give up on it it's easy to do everybody do we all know multiple people that do that speak it but don't act on it right Right. so that's the main thing create the steps 
So um, I got a, another thing with that. So you create the steps and sometimes those steps may be longer and more like strenuous than the rest of them once you get to that goal. What would, you, what would be your mindset in terms of staying consistent and diligent with you know, meet, meeting those requirements? Like let's say you had, for this place, right? You had to probably save up a lot of money together to meet this goal. So, but that took time. And sometimes it seems like it's too long or it takes forever, right? But what is your mindset to keep you going and pushing forward without losing hope, even though sometimes it's just very... Sometimes it takes a person. person. Especially if you're doing it with somebody. Pause. <laughs> but there's different ways to look at it because if you're doing it by yourself, <laughs> if you're doing it by yourself, then it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I can set the goal, I can set the peak, I can set when I'm ready. But if you're doing it in tandem with somebody, it's it's totally different because you might be there before them or they might be there before you. But you got to make sure that the other person understands that just because you're there or they're there, that there's no hurry. So don't try to kill yourself to get there. It's going to happen when it's time. But as long as you're doing the work, it's going to come. Right. Right. That period. But it's as long as you do the work, though. But you got to do the work. And you right. got to know who you know is doing the work. Mm-hmm. Because people can say they're doing the work. And then all of a sudden, you know, you see them with something new that's unnecessary. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But when you know somebody is is working and they working their ass off, sometimes you might have to tell them to put the brakes on. Relax. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Take care of what you need to take care of. When everything needs to happen, it will. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you have somebody telling you that... It, I think it'll take a load off of your back. You know what I mean? So no, you don't feel pressure. Yeah. yeah. You don't feel pressure to try to reach something and kill yourself in the process because right. it's not going to work trying to rush. Right. Right. You know what I mean? No, I feel it. I feel it. So, uh, so like you said, you guys been going the extra mile for years on years. What kind of peace has that brought to your life? Like, what are y'all true benefits going to that? Like, for example, consistent clientele for sure. Me personally, I'm still in the throes of building my clientele. Mm. And I I have the skill set. That's not the question. But when you're building something from the ground zero, Mm. it's a different process. Right, right. Completely. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, I I can scream from the rooftops. I'm dope at something. Mm. But the bottom line is, word of mouth is always the best thing. Right. So I've built a a nice base. But it's not where I want it. But it'll be there. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Same, like... When he was talking to about um, as far as the whole process and you know putting the communicating like mm-hmm. like he said before one person might be further than the other like in our our whole journey EJ was always further than me as far as the finances you know he was able to really put money aside and still be able to live the life that he wanted and be ready for this this venture that we we took on mm-hmm. and me it was the opposite. I had to put my family first, so I wasn't as 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 far ahead as the finances as as, right. as he was. But like in the roles reverse, my clientele is higher, like he said. But it's only due to the fact because I'm born and raised here. Right. So yeah. I have my word of mouth is been you know around lingering around. around in the air forever now. So so it, it's it's just. It's funny to look at things like that because it's like 
this man has all the money in the world, you know? Right. But then I have a whole bunch of clientele. So it's cool to watch him grow as far as a clientele mm-hmm. and still keep all the money in the world, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's building for, for both of us as far as finance and I guess clientele consistency. That's what the main thing that I think is building is the relationships. Yeah. Because now people aren't worried about the next situation that we're going to be in. Because I've had people follow me from shop terrible shop to a little bit better shop, but terrible shop to even worse shop to shop where everybody got a strap on them. And then, <laughs> That's crazy. No, and, right. then, and then I ended up taking a pay cut to go work at the shop before this because I just wanted that peace of mind. Mm. But then now everybody is just like, now you got to think about this. Everybody in that timeline has known that this is what we've been trying to do. Right. So they've been on this journey with us. Right. So for them to know that this is where we're going to be, and there's no worry about if this ain't right, that ain't right, they can come here and we're going to be here. they like, man, you said you was going to do it. Y'all said y'all was going to do it, man. Not it's here. crazy. So now it's just like they just appreciate going on that journey. Mm-hmm. So those relationships are just that much stronger. Yeah. Right. It's like, man. Hey, remember that last shop you was at? Everybody was wearing a pistol. <laughs> and I was like, damn, this is crazy from that last shop. Nah, you know what that, I mean? That's real. I, that's exactly what I told Gerard when I first got here. I was like, this deep. You can play your own music now. I don't have to worry about the crowd, you know? Because right. he had to play hip-hop EDM all day or something mm-hmm. like that because he had so many different people in that place. But. And then the other fun part is when clients get back together and then they walk in here for the first time and they see him. It's like, hey, y'all said y'all was going to do it. Y'all doing So, you know what I mean? This clients that we, I, I got and we gathered together. Yes. And yes. then we split up mm-hmm. for that part. People thinking like, okay, out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they think we just stopped communicating and everything. Right, right, right. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this who you got it with? <laughs> like, it's just, it, it's just, it's crazy to see everybody coming back full circle. Like, damn, y'all right. said y'all was going to do it. It's definitely motivating to them too. Yeah, it's like people are coming here like, "Wow, you, you've been talking about this for years, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you actually doing it. You actually, yeah, yeah. You, you guys did it. Yeah, it just it motivates them to go do something that you know they, they said they've been doing for a long time. Right. right, they had it in the back of their mind, like, "Oh, go accomplish that shit." Right. Nah, yeah, yeah. Not, like, with, with that being said, like I said, I, I started this little podcast and. It's crazy how many people are now restarting theirs. Yeah. Or getting them going again. It's like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm motivating some people to get moving again. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Let you know I'm being watched, okay, but they right. still yes. iron respect me. Iron. Sure. Yeah. Iron sharpen iron. I don't care mm-hmm. what nobody say. You are who you keep around. Mm-hmm. Right. So, hey, I'm trying to keep around the most positive, most goal-oriented people possible. Right. Because they're not worried about what you're doing except for is it successful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, if he did it, I can do it. So, I like. So for my final question, then I was just wondering, um, like I like to say, we just keep swimming out here. A lot of people ain't where they want to be. I know you guys are far, but you probably ain't where you want to be. So like, what are y'all next steps? What are you guys trying to improve on still to get to that next level? What I'm trying to improve on is really just the social media part of it, as far as putting yourself out there so you can be recognized for what it is you do. I know we got a lot of positive things that we can do here that we got on our agenda as far as, you know, 2021, 2022. Mm -hmm. But just want to be a a main 
focal point or main source of positivity for what everybody thinks when they hear a Motocraft Barber Lounge. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I know what they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what they into. Right. I know what fundraisers they do. You know. Right, right. So it's just, our name is just, you know, a symbol. Right. Symbolic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's always related to something positive and not sketchy. Right, right, right. I like it. That's real good. I can definitely agree with that. And just some some other goals is just really, like you said, putting our name out there and getting the whole community involved, you know? Mm-hmm. Letting them know that, hey, we're here, you know? Right. You can you can bring a kid in here, leave him, you know? He'll be taken care of. Ain't gonna be no mess in his ear. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna be able to just have a positive environment. He can just chill in, you know, with right. some with some males, you know? <laughs> right, right. Nah, I feel like you're trying to get that real barbershop vibe back. Exactly. You, know, you don't have that no more. Really. Yeah, that aspect has kind of been, been lost in the sauce. <laughs> well, it's been lost in the sauce because you have people that don't really respect the game or the craft like that. Right. Too. So now, you know, you treat it like a hustle, then it's going to act like a hustle. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, don't nobody want to come in here. We actually had a lady call in and say, hey, how much your haircuts? Oh, okay. Um, just a... Does it smell like marijuana there? Because if it does, wow. we'll just leave. She's asking this on the phone. Wow. <laughs> like y'all smoking? Okay. Yeah. But see, it sounds ridiculous until you go to other barbershops. It happens. It's not, it's not ridiculous. It happens. <laughs> so, you know, people want, we want to make sure that this is a place where everybody can come to. Right. You know, everybody within reason. That's our, good. our price point is positioned so we can keep the riffraff out. Right. Exactly. You know. And, and that's real because, you know, all the little aspects you guys focusing on, that's what makes you guys go that extra mile that people aren't caring about. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you guys really care about the atmosphere, care about communication, caring about your clients. If my client ain't got it, I still want to cut him up because I, I like the dude and I want to rock with him and help you get his self-esteem back up there. Right. And so it's like, you guys are, you guys are going the extra mile in a lot of aspects, bro, and I love it. I love it. So I guess my, uh, you guys want to leave the audience with like any type of quotes or anything you guys really been working on? Something that you say to yourself to make sure you keep going that extra mile or keep pushing? I have no particular quotes or anything like that, but as your podcast would say, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah. Mine is, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Mm. Like it. Yeah. Like, and, and that's real. A lot of people ain't willing to take the extra step. They yeah. four o'clock clock out. They gone. I've been saying it to him for years. It's easy. Everybody do. Right. I was yeah. just talking to my manager at work about it, and uh, you know, this has like been my dream to do a podcast, and especially since I'm a producer, I want to get my music out there somehow. Mm-hmm. So you know, linking up with him just really set me forward. But like you said, if it was easy, everybody yeah, would be doing it. Yeah. Like. I'm working five days a week with the schedule that puts me late, but I'm trying to wake up early so I can do more in the morning. And then also stacking all that on top of doing the engineering thing and all these other things. So that's why your reward is going to be great. Right. Because you're sacrificing the time now so you don't have to sacrifice it later. Right. That's what it's about. Nothing comes easy for what you really want. Right. If you really want it, it's not going to come easy. It's not going to fall on your doorstep. But I feel like another place where people get stuck at in that term is like, okay, yeah, you're busy. Or you know you're going to be busy, right? Um, You assume you have less energy. But if you're doing something that you really want, rather than making you you tired, yeah, it's a full day. You've got things you want to get done. Now you feel good. Now it's not something like, oh, I wish I could have done this, but I did this instead. But no, you're working towards that dream. The thing about it is it's more career than job. Right. 
when it's career versus job, that's the turn. Because when you have a job, there's too much time. You you don't you're doing it, but it's not with a purpose that you really want to. Right. So there's always too much time. But when you're in career mode, there's never enough time to get done what you really want. Right. So that's the difference. Everybody should actually go for a career, not a job. Right. Because that'll set you apart. You're like, damn, okay, I got to do this, I got to do this. Damn, the day's over, shit. Tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow, Tomorrow I got to do this, I got to do this. Ah, man, okay, let me, okay, maybe Friday I can get to it. Right. That's what you want. You don't want, damn, this Friday ever going to get here. <laughs> damn. Monday right back, huh? <laughs> this day going to end. Yeah, you wish it was more time in the day. You wish it was more time in the day. You know you're on the right track. Right. Well, I gotta ask one thing too. Like, well, what helped you get to like that career mindset? How did you find your muse to do what you want to do to make it a career rather? Like, let's say somebody else wants to come in and be a barber, right? But they're doing it with a job mindset because they haven't found their muse to create their career mindset. So how did you guys find yours and how did you guys come about that? I, I think I found mine through uh, through my clients. Yeah. Just seeing what what that transformation does for them. That, that really moves me, you know? Mm-hmm. It really moves me when they can get out the chair and they feel like they can go take on the whole world. <laughs> just by the conversation we might have had along with the haircut that I just gave them. Mm-hmm. You know? That's how I found mine where I was like, man, I can really touch somebody. Not along just with the Clippers major, <laughs> but you know, with a conversation. Right. So that's how I found mine at least. Uh, let's see. So I was 12 when I first cut my hair. Uh-huh. And the reason was because um, I couldn't afford to get a fade. Mm. And I was supposed to get a fade and, you know, dark story. So my cousin in Mississippi was a supposed to cut my hair we were supposed to go down for a visit he ended up getting shot multiple times mm-hmm. so he's in the hospital so I'm down there on a visit nappy head mm-hmm. and everything and I was just like man I wish he could have did it and I asked my mom like what school did he go to how do you go to the school to cut hair and she said oh he never did that <laughs> oh he can do all of that he never so we got back to Illinois oh let's go to Family Dollar get these clippers mm-hmm. and I cut my hair took the first time it took eight and a half hours mm. there was no YouTube back then yeah. right so this was really guess as you go right so I did that and then I got a little better then I went to the barber shop that I couldn't afford with some friends and watched them cut hair a little bit while they was getting their hair cut right so I just stole a little bit here a little bit there then I started having fun with it mm. but then I played basketball so the whole thing was my my whole reason for getting into barbering, besides me actually being pretty decent at it, was I didn't want to wake up early. And I didn't want to have a job where I had to pretend to be busy when I wasn't. Right. Like, that's the worst thing ever. No, I know. Like, in my life, I've quit two jobs. One after the first day, one after the first 30 minutes. Right. Just walked out and left. Right. And I was like, okay, I respect people who can work jobs they don't like. I'm just not built for it. Right. If I'm not interested, I'll stop going. So that was what it was for me. And so then I went to play basketball, retired, and then turned around and went to school for hair. Mm-hmm. So I basically had two careers back to back. Like, so I know I'm fortunate. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? right, right. Like I've, I'm doing two things that I received paycheck for that I did for free. 
kind of right. stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was my motivation. I had no idea, though, that I was going to love doing it. Because mm-hmm. I get to be creative every day. I get to talk to people every day. And I'm a real social person. But once I go home, I get to be alone. Right. You kind of just fell into it. And, right. Yeah. So it was, just, it was just the perfect storm for me. Because right. I still got to be who I am. And I still get to be competitive with myself or with other barbers. Right. I like it. I like it, bro. So, uh, fellas, man, I just want to say appreciate you guys for doing this with us today. Very like, well. Like, like I said, you guys had a great message. You know, definitely going the extra mile. The benefits that come from it, and you know, I'm hoping that somebody if we can help one person. You can help inspire one other barber to do what y'all doing. Sure. You know? Forget just one other barber, one other person. <laughs> yeah. Like, go after person. what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go after what you want and make a plan to get it. Yes. That's that's a plan that translates on any realm or anything just go after it go after it make a plan don't say you want it make a plan to go get it yes. and then put it in action yes. y'all want to uh, throw out y'all information for us y'all uh, hours location all that good job alright so we're located at 6825 West Russell Road unit 103 mm-hmm. so that's right on the corner you know we're going to be in the unit uh, 130 oh Right by the Shell yeah. gas station. One, <laughs> one three zero. It's right in front of my face. I'm sorry, guys. We got a second pair of eyes. But yeah, and it, uh, as far as our uh, our social media, you can find us at Immortal Craft Barber, Barber Lounge. On that's on Instagram. So at Immortal Craft Barber Lounge, and then the number to the shop is seven zero two. Two seven two. Yeah. <laughs> link in the bio. Yeah, the link will be in the bio. <laughs> link in the bio, baby. Link, link in the bio. <laughs> I don't know the number to the shop. Two seven two two eight five five. I want to say yeah. Don't make me lie. <laughs> well, we'll uh, make sure we put the link in the bio so everybody can catch on that. Twenty two eight. Twenty two eight. Yeah. Hey, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> when I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But fellas, man, I appreciate you guys so much, man. This means so much to me. Uh, Jay, before we leave here, I got to set up another appointment for you because you no, know, I got you. time is coming. <laughs> yes, EJ, man, I appreciate you coming. Anytime. Good meeting you, man. Yeah. Yes. Meeting you too, bro. Yeah. Yes. Same here. Yeah. Conversation. Thank you, man. Everybody out there listening, I hope you guys had a great day, great afternoon, and a great evening to come. Be safe, and don't forget, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Not just... <laughs> <laughs>